the Ealing Cricketer. Pre-season is easy. Three from three for the ones, three from three for the twos. Ealing on a roll. Do they count before the season starts? Absolutely not. But we're going to talk about them anyway. The ones win in dramatic style, an easy win against Wimbledon at home, got the 90 all out, went from there. The twos chased down more runs, more Ellie Hillman runs to speak about today, more Wilkin runs, this time with the Milo variety. We have Bobby Gamble wickets, we have overseases, we have a threes game, we're going to be hearing from some of them later. Dad, we spoke about him last week, big pappy Oliver Simpson, he got some. All here on another episode of the Ealing Cricketer. I am, of course, joined by, I mean, my favourite Lee. My favourite Parry. Lee P, another good week. Another, another great week. Um, disappointed, obviously, not to be a part of it this week, but I'm, I'm, I'm just hearing good things. And as we know, uh, having had a chat about it last week, I mean, things are looking good. Things are looking really good, especially for side that you must have coached this morning. Did they win? The under 13 A team, great game. Uh, we scored 111. Nelson, which I was obviously concerned about, um, but bowled them out for 78, which was nice. Uh, wicket shared around by a lot of the guys. Just really proud of my team, you know. Uh, and it took me away from Ealing, which, which, which is tough, but. To be fair, my, my, my school team for me is more important at the moment. Yeah, as it should be, as it should be, especially on a non-competitive fixture. And the fixtures this weekend were not competitive. Uh, we will speak at length later with, with Alex Fell after his wickets, breaking a particular curse of his. We'll speak with Oliver Wilkin about the ones game in particular and, and how one-sided that did end up being. Uh, briefly at the top of the podcast, we should say that there are some hybrid things flying around today, a brand new deck. We'll be speaking with Oliver about that both before the game and after the game. And uh, it, it was very convincing, 90 all out. We chased them, three down, we moved around the batting order and something's never changed. David Holt got in the warm-up. He uh, did? Uh, just a little one, just a little, just a little calf. What, I was about to say, what did he, what did he pull this week? <laughs> it, was, uh, it, was, it was going to pick up the ball so he could share it around. That's, uh, that's fair enough. I mean, I, if I'm honest, I'm not really interested about the results of the ones, twos uh, or threes. And, and off the back of last week, did you bat Mungo? Oh, I was next in today, but you know you, you need to share the love around, don't you? I, I tend to disagree. Your, your your best batter should be batting pre-season, and at the end of the day, if you're not going to send him in, you know you you got to look to the skipper Christian Martin. And speaking of anything, actually, this week I can categorically say that we will not be hearing from Christian Martin. His body's in a bad way. Okay. He's got a bad wrist. He's got a bad quad. He's got a bad hammy. He's got a bad groin, and oh, his heart. Just maybe it wasn't in it this week. He, TFC for Christian Martin, TFC for Oliver Wilkin, TFC for Tom Shaw. Um, but they will all be back. I mean, Christian's voice box doesn't work either, apparently. I know, he, 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 he was loud today. He was loud, but, but in, in his own way. But we can't get an interview from him, which No, really... no, no, we can't. Okay. No, we can't. And I, I, and I will not divulge why. I'm actually not legally allowed to uh, it's the twos it's that... a, I, I hate butting in and I, rudeness is, is, is a tough thing for me but it's getting to the stage now and this is not a threat at all in any way um, if we don't get Christian on this podcast as the first team captain club captain um, like I said to you I'm, I'm looking in the eye and you're looking at me and it's not a threat this is not a threat quote threat I might refuse to be on this podcast ever again and of course, that, that isn't a threat. 
and it, and it's certainly not one I'm taking. You ten- you last you saw what happened the last time we had this discussion, and I lost it, and I promised you I'd never do it again. But we'll move on from this, Mungo, because I'm I'm starting to <clears throat> I'm starting to get a bit angry. So let's let's crack on. Let's make you happy again. The twos, they win again. They win by they win by they won. They did win. Six wickets. I'm being told. <laughs> Six wickets. It's very fresh. We're doing this chat after the game. <laughs> Six wickets. Ali Hillman. Sixty off. Not many again. He's in form. He's in form. It's nice to see. I think the freedom at the top of the order is suiting him. And it's great to see the two settle, set into a, into a, into a run-scoring machine, it seems. Doesn't need to be the same people every week. They're sharing him around. Do you think the two's captain, after his chat about not playing for the club, ever having not actually played the last two games, should go and find somewhere else to play? Ah, oh, well, if we're going to stop letting people come back to the club after they get injured with injuries so, so serious as Fezzi's thumb, then, then I still wouldn't be here, and you certainly still wouldn't be here. Moving so, on. <laughs> the threes, we'll hear from the threes later. We'll have more details of that game very soon. Unfortunately, Play Cricket hasn't updated for the threes yet, so I can't give you the specifics. But what I do know is that Big Pappy was in the runs this week. No, no one cares about Big Pappy, let's be honest. At the end of the day, there's one name that we should be talking about, and the listeners, the listeners will know, did Rory Patel play today? He played today. He played for the twos today. Play- I don't know how he got on with the ball, but obviously that is not what we're concerned with. I can tell you that Rory Patel did bat. And it's a wonderful start to the year. It's a cracking start to the year for Rory. He said he looked very good for his runs today and that he's feeling great touch going into the HQ debut next week. Time to get into it, I think, Lee. Plenty to be getting on with this episode. Mm-hmm. We have content from the ones throughout the day. And so why don't we kick off today's proceedings with some of our chats that we had during the game. Fairzy, beautiful day at Ealing. Describe what you're looking at from the top. Lovely setting. We've just won the toss, I believe. Ealing going to have a little bowl. Looks like a new deck, um, I think. Let's hope it carries. Jacob's on debut. Our Aussie, so it'd be lovely to get him a run out and see what he's all about. I think he's had a bit of buoyancy in his step this morning, which was nice to see. How early were you here, Fezzi? I was up here quite early. It normally depends on how big an argument I have with the misses. I thought it was an 11 o'clock start. We had the argument this morning at about quarter past nine. I got told to basically pee off, go and look after myself. So me and Luther moped around the pitch for 40 odd minutes. I did a bit of MV stuff with Christian and yeah, I've been here half a day now, um, not knowing it was a 12 o'clock start, but the, um, the argument was substantial enough that I'll probably stay here for the rest of the day. And the NV stuff, a lovely couple of weeks to start with, teething problems been sorted out, it's a lovely view you've got from the top end. Yep, glad to get it going and yeah, just offer the fans and the viewers something to look at if they can't make it to Corfton Road, so uh, check out the YouTube channel, uh, Ealing Cricket, and uh, it will all be live on there. Awesome. Thanks, Fezzi. Cheers, mate. I'm here with Oliver Wilkin. Ollie, I mean, it's a big day for you. Third pre-season game. You've got some runs in the first two. There's a new hybrid wicket, but it is all about the snooker today, isn't it? Absolutely. There's only one, two sporting events today I care about, and that's the two snooker matches that are going on. And uh, Ronnie going to get it done? 
Got to hope so. But John Higgins is very good. So, is he? Yeah, That's a hot take. John Higgins is very good at snooker. Yeah. The hybrid wicket, what, what can we expect? Or, or is there nothing to expect? Um, I've got absolutely no idea. Normally that side of the square is pretty dull. Um, so we hope, just have to hope that the hybrid has livened it up a little bit and maybe it might come through quite nicely, but who knows? Well, you speak about your job with such enthusiasm, Ollie. <laughs> So, so here's hoping we have a really dull day. Well, I love my job. It's just all you moaners that is the problem. <laughs> well, we will catch up with you after the first innings, and we'll see what we'll see what everyone's saying. Now. Wonderful, can't wait. Sure, we're midway through the innings. A lot of de- chats today about the new hybrid deck. How did that play first up from your mid-on third man position? Uh, I think it looks like it's going to be a pretty good investment. It seems to have made it a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to say easier to bat on when we bowl them out for ninety. Uh, but it looks like there's a little bit more zip in it, certainly left and right. Um, if you hit good spots and hit the seam, it'll, it'll do a bit for you. looks like it. So I'm, I'm really excited to bat on it. <laughs> and so that you would, you would, you'd recommend using the pitch then? Uh, I would not recommend doing what the Wimbledon opener has just done, which is bowl a waist-high full toss that's been slapped for six second ball of their innings uh, when you're defending 91. Um, and, I, I would suggest using the wicket, yes. And that wasn't Oliver hitting the six. Uh, bit of change up top today? Yeah, a bit of change. Uh, it's... Uh, Robbie Connolly uh, being um, being Ollie Wilkin for the week by the looks of things well that's very exciting thank you Shawzy for your report. no worries okay we're here with Not David Holt and Ollie Wilkin this is the crossword corner of the changing room we're midway through the innings Ollie isn't opening up today Holty what's going on with the crossword what are we looking at so we have four overs to complete the crossword we're about halfway, halfway and we've just had the first over completed so we're on course anything you're particularly happy with so far agnostic I like that. yeah agnostic was a good one what was the clue uh, septic or skeptic, I think it is this time. It's not septic because <laughs> I can't remember who's. But it could be septic. They are spelt the same, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. Well, boys, I hope you go well and best luck with the rest of your four overs. Thank, Thank you very much. Great to hear from Oliver before the game. Great to hear from Halty and O's regarding their crossword. And they were very successful. I can tell you they did complete that crossword within their four-over mark. It was actually nine balls of their innings and the crossword was done. They are very impressive. Well done to them. That's many years of hard work. Time to go into our match roundups. And why don't we start with the one that we all want to hear from, Big Pappy. Uh, absolute honour and pleasure, as always, to be sat um, with, with Pappy, Big Pappy, as he's known in the circuit. Um, so how, how did today go? I got 71. Did anything else happen? Uh, we bowled first and then batted second. And then, so what happened was um, I scored more than double what anyone else in our team got. Um, we also lost the game. So can you imagine walking into that changing room after any danger, lads? So, um, absolute treat of the day. Let, let, let's get straight to the crux of it. Who, who are we blaming here? Um, is, is it Anton? <sighs> I mean, he'll certainly blame himself. He won't sleep for three nights. Oh, that hideous shot he played. Okay. Um, it was shaping up really well. And then, yeah, just tried to hit someone for 12. And uh, got, he just got gobbled up at mid-on. And, then, and, and off he went. He was spewing on his way off. Um, and, yeah, and then um, people kept getting out. I stayed in, obviously. Obviously. Um, until I got run out by an unnamed 15-year-old. Um, because I don't know his name, otherwise I'll obviously name and shame. But um, but yeah, I mean, tall lad. That's all do I've you, got. Do, do you think, from experience, uh, Papi? Sorry, I was about to say some of Papi. Do, do you think, from experience, do you think, do you think, 
you think Anton's crumbling under the the pressure? I mean, we haven't even got to the to, to the to the start of the season, yeah. and it seems things are falling apart. And what's a nice thing is you, you you're the glue holding everything together, and without you there, things might still fall apart. Well, so the thing that concerns me is um, between Henry and his dad, there is already so much pressure on him to succeed every week. And now he's got the pressure of the whole team. Um, and I, I mean, I'm off for three weeks, so he's lost, he's, he's, he's lost his rock. Um, and that boy needs a rock on to succeed, and he doesn't have his rock. Um, so, so no, I, I am worried. I, I mean, thankfully, we're playing Middlesex Titans next week, who Jack Shepard took seven for six against last year, and we, we bowled him up for 18. So I, I would say we, we go in as favourites, so it should hopefully ease us in, but, I mean, we did lose today, so... Who, who's Jack Shepard? Um, fat bloke, played Hampshire a bit. Um, twos, threes player. But, yeah, has, has been paid to play cricket before, but no longer. I'm going to leave you with the last question before I let you go somewhere. Obviously, as you've said, you're going to be away. Predictions for the next three games? I think we'll yeah we're playing we're playing the two we're playing the two worst teams in the league. I think I hope they don't listen to this podcast. But I, frankly, I don't care. I'm not playing. Um, yeah, I think we'll probably win two, and then Teddington. I think they might hand it to us. Perfect. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Thank you for your time. Uh, good Happy. to be here. Always good to be here. Uh, here with Jack Shepard. Um, what colour is it? Uh, actually, very hydrated, to be fair. That's very good. Yeah. After a long day in the field and uh, bowled a few overs? Um, yeah, I bowled eight overs, actually. Um, and I'll tell you what. Get me in the ones. <laughs> <laughs> let's, go back, let's go back to the interview. Oh. Just caught up with uh, Jack Shepard. Um, having a quick wee before his uh, interview um, with me. Uh, Jack... Um, how did, you get, how did today go? Yeah, so basically I bowled three spells. So I bowled five at the top, two in the middle, one at the end, a little bit stiff at the end. Second ball, so basically I've been working this, on this ball to the under 10s at school. Work, I work in a school, by the way, I'm not a weirdo. Well, I am. <laughs> Good to know. Um, Good to know. So I've just working on this innie, and I thought to myself, do you know what? I'm that skillful, I reckon I can pull it off in a game. So I've gone second ball, in swing, cleaned up, stumps all over the place. And yeah, basically we won the game, so. Can you give us a brief uh, synopsis of how the, uh, how the game went? You, you barrel bowl first? Uh, we bowled first and yeah, bowl, I bowl well. Um, uh, I mean, uh, it's, it's about the team, uh, Jack. Obviously yeah, this, yeah. this interview isn't about you, it's obviously how the, how the seconds did today. So if you don't mind just for a few seconds talking about other people, that would be ideal. Yeah, no worries. So in my first spell, um, <laughs> Uh, like I said, was just moving that ball. No, um, on a serious note, we absolutely we played really well. To be fair, um, I mean Owen Tong Jones is probably the most negative captain I've ever met in my life. Uh, I think you guys have both been in a huddle with Steve Scott when he goes off on one, and Owen today is saying, "Lads, it's too flat. We are just we're, come on. We, everyone's got to pick up the pace. Not you know we're not loud enough." And I'm thinking, looking up at the scoreboard, and I'm thinking. We've got them 80 for eight. <laughs> <laughs> and he's singing, too flat, too flat. We should be having them 40 for eight. Should be bowling them out for 20. And I'm thinking, well, lovely cap, really inspiring captain there. So, um, Owen, 10 out of 10 for you for your captaincy, mate. Yeah, Very love well that, done. love that. I mean, good vibes, good vibes along the club. Was it weird playing in the twos for you today? Like, you know, another grade up? I mean, I was expecting to be in the threes, to be honest. 
And when I was running on that first ball, I genuinely think it could have been a flat one down the leg side for four. But like I said, I've been working on that in-swinger, so uh, if I'm honest, to be honest, I should be in the ones next week. But it's not up to me, so. It's, it's definitely up to you. Yeah, it's, it's, up to it's up to Christian. The hardest thing for us is, is, is trying to get an interview with Christian. Obviously, you, you do listen to the pod every now and then, um, uh, Jack. But looking forward to the season, do you think the club's in a good space? Obviously, we've had a great pre-season. Um, the ones have looked good, uh, three on the bounce. Two's looking great. You know, threes, there's a lot of chat about Pappy and, and, the, and the Anton relationship. Where do you see that going? Um, I think it's going to get a little bit awkward at times between those two. Because mm-hmm. I think, I think uh, Oliver is going, Oliver Simpson that is, is going to be... Uh, or Pappy, uh, Pappy as we call him. Big Pappy, if you want to be called that. He, uh, I think he's going to be wanting to say a few things of field and positions and things like that. But, um, you know, it's up to Henry now. He's the big dog. Uh, Oliver needs to take a back step, and I reckon the threes are going to go all right. I reckon, yeah, the ones and twos. I reckon, I reckon we're going to go pretty well this season. Um, and I think, yeah, obviously it'd be nice if lads are available. Munger, uh, not Mungo, Mungo as well. But I'll say Milo just goes off for about seven weeks of the year, so he can just do what he likes. He's going off and interviewing Tiger Woods. But um, to be honest, I think if we keep availability, I reckon there's a good chance that we can win. Um, the, both the leagues and the ones and the twos but to be fair everyone knows that cricket is the winner anyway so indeed uh ladies and gentlemen if you don't know jack shepherd uh, england under 19 pro wikipedia do your research thank you so much for your time absolutely no and how how do i sort the fee for this interview do i uh we'll stop recording um i'll send you my bank details and if you just literally obviously as you as you mm. normally do just wire it straight to me and don't, and don't talk the about. usual amount yeah we do yeah just Perfect. Yeah, no worries. Thanks. We have stopped recording. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, no. We have. Yeah, thanks. Alex Val, Mungo Russell. Sorry, Alex Russell. Alex Russell, indeed. Uh, podcast listeners won't know my first name is Alexander. This is an exclusive. Um, that, was a, that was a comprehensive victory and a comprehensive preseason. Um, won by what time today? Uh, five to three, I believe. If yeah. we can beat that a couple of times this year, we'll be happy. Talk, talk us through it, Feli. We, we won the toss today and we... Well, we, we fielded, um, yeah, the shock that Christian Martin managed to win a toss. Um, I think Holty may have looked at Lee's bollocks this morning, but who knows? <laughs> Do you hear about how he did it, actually? Christian said he almost demanded that their captain toss the coin and call. Yes, well, I think that, I think that is how he did it. Christian doesn't know how to call or toss. Um, that's why Fiona's been so useful for him. Um, so, yeah, we, uh, we fielded first on a brand new hybrid wicket uh, at Corfton Road. Um, uh, we yeah opened the bowling with Scott Ensom and Alexander Mungo Russell. Yeah, and actually I, I will say I, I don't like to be quite on my own bowling at any time really on the podcast or any of my skills. Definitely never my batting. But Scott and I actually might not bowl as badly as that for the rest of the year. Oh, uh, it, 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 was, it was bad. It was pretty bad. <laughs> there were there were a couple of five wides in there. My third ball was five wides. Scott bowled at least one five wides. I think maybe a four leg buys. Yeah, I, I, well. I've. I don't think you bowled too bad. You bowled that one bad ball. You I actually don't need to say that, Felly, yeah. because I'm sitting here. But yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah the only, I've, I've seen Scott bowl worse at Crouch End, but then he didn't have a back. Yeah, but with a back, that's the worst. With, with a back, and, it was the worst I've seen a ball. And also, they were still 38 for one when Bobby came on the with, 10th With 13 over. runs off the bat? <laughs> Something like that. Bobby Gamble, 
He's a magician. He's whiz level two. Yeah, he um, does also bowl um, disapparating cricket balls. <laughs> yeah, and, and batsmen just put their pad on middle stump and miss it. It's extraordinary. Something like four overs, three for three. Uh, three overs, one maiden, three for three. Yeah, it was it was quite something. And but, but then he had to pull out because he, he he can only bowl three overs. Well, only having only having nine toes doesn't help. Uh, Feli, you yourself, I will say, you bowled very nicely today. I imagine you do know your figures. Uh, yeah, I think it was seven overs, two maidens, three for 16. Yeah, pretty good that. But the, the, the wickets themselves, if you were to just look at the wickets you took, what ugly. Well, it, well it, was, it was quite nice to break for, for, for those who don't know. Um, I've played quite a few first team games it, on, on a Saturday and only have ever taken one wicket. I have this curse. I can't get more than one wicket. And somehow today I got three. Two of which I'm genuinely embarrassed about. Well, the worst one was, so Feli's bowled beautifully, listeners. He's bowled absolutely beautifully. He drags one short and wide. He says, no. Before it's bounced, he says, no. <laughs> Chop on middle stump. Just, I couldn't believe it. Ge genuinely, I didn't know where the ball had gone. Like, I, I saw you guys celebrating. And if you watch the highlights, I'm sort of stood there for about a second just going, I, I honestly thought the ball was heading towards the pavilion. And then I see Milo celebrating. I was like, oh, that's, that's even worse. <laughs> it's, it's just one of those, like, as a bowler, you know when it comes out wrong. And your, in, your instinct, certainly my instinct, is to go, oh, no, in nets mm. as you would. Um, and I did it in a game. Um, yeah, it, it, it was an embarrassment. And you were justly fined for it. Uh, the, the batting, uh, we, lost, we lost Sul early. Jacob Rocket, um, as, we're, as we're calling him. Uh, we will be, we'll be meeting Jacob on the podcast very soon on your Australian Overseas. He arrived this week. Uh, he got a good one early doors, but Robbie Holly, Milo Wilkins, some lovely looking runs. Yeah, they, they look, it, it's nice that given Ollie Wilkin and Ben Graves have been so solid at the top, it was nice to be able to give other lads a bit of a bat and particularly Milo and Robbie, they looked very solid. A couple of very good looking shots, notably Milo did hit one for six over cover. It's a very Milo shot, now, it's isn't it? It's a pretty Milo it's, shot. Yeah. Ollie was saying on the road, he said to Milo, I think I'd have, I'd have two extra covers. I'd have a man on that bench by the ECC 150th sign and a man at long off and both floating half volleys that side of stump and he will get caught. Um, I hope this isn't listened to by any analysts from other sides. Of course, they all have analysts. Um, yeah, so it ended up being a, a very comfortable seven wicket win. Yeah, it was, it, it was nice to watch. It was in years gone by, even at number 11, you do get a bit tentative. Um, and I was somehow eight today because most of our side need hospital attention. Um, so it, it, it can get quite nerve-wracking, but today at no point was I, was I nervous. And now to the real game, the football. Genuine, I, I've been here, this is my sixth season, I've played a lot of football and the standard has never been as high as it was today. Um, I think because last year particularly, we were often bowled out for 90 and then we played football, everyone was a bit down in the dumps. Today, we rolled a good side, chased it in 16, 17 overs, three down, and we're on the beers at three o'clock. Mm. So it's, it, there's a good, good attitude at the club at the minute. It felt very good, um, and the standard was unbelievably high. The standard of football was very high. It was, and it was a win for the youngs today in football as well. It was after the brilliant, brilliant play from, well, let's face it, us two. <laughs> we did. Um, we, we did, yeah, that was us. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Bobby Gamble is deceptively good at using his feet, mm. and um, yeah, Jacob O'Sullivan 
is possibly the best Australian to ever play football. Or sorry, the best footballing Australian Ealing's mm. ever had. It's not to say much. It's not big up Jacob too much because he isn't very good at football, but he's definitely better than what we've had before. Robbie Conley is understatedly an excellent goalkeeper. He, he is a fantastic goalkeeper, yeah. There's, there's no doubt about that. Uh, more broadly speaking, it's been a wonderful pre-season. I'm sure we're going to touch on that with the twos later, but... But six ones out of six, the ones and twos. As someone that plays for both sides, you must be you must be really happy and really excited. I, I genuinely can't wait. I haven't been this excited for a free season in a long time. Um, yeah, two games in the ones. As I said, the first week in the change room, the vibe is so much better than it has been. Um, it's also nice coming into a side where you know I've got you at mid off. You know, like you know more about fast bowling than I do in certain aspects and at certain times of the innings. And it's nice only, having... only certain times and in certain aspects, of course, I defer. Um, so it's, it's nice having that expertise, um, not just from you, but all around the squad. You know, having Milo stand up to me and every now and then at the end of the over, just um, you know, think about this. That's nice. And then obviously when I'm in the twos, I tend to be running the show because mm. Fez has made a glass. Um, don't get me wrong, love him to bits, but, you know, he's broken his thumb in inverted commas. Um, so it, it has been a fantastic pre-season, both personally and for the club. And I, I hope we haven't peaked too soon. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we all know this counts for nothing uh, if, if nothing happens during the season. But it's a great way to start. We will have it any other way. Feli, thank you very much Thanks for spending for time me. with us. And I'm sure we'll be hearing much more from you soon as we crack on. Look forward to it. Thank you. Oliver, it's the end of hybrid day one. How would you say that it went? Were you surprised by anything? Um, well, I, I, it's difficult because I don't think they were very good. So I think it was difficult to judge whether it was the pitcher's fault that they were 90 all out or whether it was just we bowled well and they weren't. Because I actually don't, well, I mean, I don't think we bowled that well. But, and it clearly did a bit. But there was no demons in it. It was not unpredictable. There was no horrible bounces. There was nothing untoward. Um, I just don't think they were very good. So I don't think, I think you'd be very interested to see what happened if we had batted first. Because what were we? We chased 90 in less 15 overs? Yeah, less than 20. So be interested to see what we would have got if we had batted first. I think, yeah, I think you're absolutely spot on. It was almost as if they were surprised to get a slightly spongy green top in April. I know the sun was shining. But a couple of them were complaining about, uh, about the deck at, at drinks, just quietly. And I indulged them. I didn't want to cause conflict. It's, I mean, why rub salt in the wounds when the opening bat that was complaining got none off 22? But it was, it was a spongy green, it was a slightly spongy green top. I don't know what we were expecting from a hybrid pitch, whether it was going to suddenly fly through. Um, and maybe, maybe we will have that later in the year. Well, I wonder if it, I think it probably will get better. Um... If in ideal circumstances, we probably would have given the hybrid pitch another couple of weeks before we used it. Um, but again, it's, it, we, we've never managed a hybrid pitch before. So we, we're learning with how, how the best way to manage a hybrid pitch will be. And we'll, let's see on Thursday, because we, we, all we'll do between now and Thursday is roll it. We won't put any more water on it or anything. So let's see if it plays better on Thursday. Um, but I, I don't think it played horribly. I think it, it did a little bit with the new ball and we bowled well and they didn't do good batting. No, they didn't do much good batting, did they? Um, Ollie, why don't we quickly use this opportunity to speak about um, your pre-season as a whole. We've spoken about pre-season more, more holistically um, before with, with, with Feli. Um, 
Some more Oliver Wilkin runs. Uh, what's it like batting with Benedict Graves? It's nice. It's new. I like new-ish. Do you? I, thought no, you I hate you. I absolutely hate, hate you. But no, no, I like batting with Gracie because um, he's not too serious uh, in the middle, and he doesn't. He doesn't. He's not too purely cricket focused in the middle, which I, I like to switch off in the middle and talk about clouds and trees and and stuff. And Gracie's not. He's not opposed to my weird ways in the middle. Um, and he's a good cricketer. And he tends to do quite well so far at getting me on strike, which, again, is a very key part of opening the bat with me. I like partners that try and get me on strike as much as possible. And Gravesy so far has, has done a decent job at that. His running between the wickets, however, does need to improve. <laughs> And as a bowler, I mean, we've spoken to you that obviously this is going to be the year of you coming back with a ball. You've done so well in this pre-season to avoid bowling as much as possible. Absolutely. Is, is, are the red shoes part of that? No, not at all. So you're happy to bowl on those red shoes? I'm all happy year? to bowl whenever I'm needed to bowl. I haven't been needed to bowl. But the problem for me with bowling is it does just hurt. It doesn't hurt maybe in the moment. It hurts the day after. So I don't have to do it. Every now and again, it's fine not to do it. So you think everyone else goes through their life bowling with no pain? No, no, not at all. I'd just rather you had pain than me. <laughs> uh, well, Ozzy, lovely to hear from you. And I look forward to catching up with you and your bowling and your batting as we go through. Thank you. Thank you very much. Absolute honour to have Mr Kearns uh, here with us um, this evening. Mr Kearns, you've... Kearns' Corner, which is going to be something we try and do as much as possible, which is a, a true and honest opinion on how things are going. You've been to all of the pre-season games this year. How does Ealing look and what are your thoughts and hopes for the season? Uh, it's, I've, it's been very interesting, the first uh, three games. Um, I think uh, I've, I've got positives. And I've got negatives. Should we start with the positives first, or do you want to start with the negatives first? Well, I don't mind. We'll start with the here. Or should we do? How many negatives and how many positives do you have? <laughs> I, most of the bowling I've seen this season so far has been shite. <laughs> I, I prefer your honest opinion, but carry on. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that why I'm here? Correct. Uh, you've seen me bowl, obviously, then, which. Well, like you're past it, aren't you, really? I am past it. That's very kind, Kenzie, yeah, and yeah. I appreciate your honesty. But, and, um... but the, the, I can understand the, uh, with friendly games, the various people are brought in and things, uh, games are played and whatever it might be. Uh, but you don't feature in the future of the first side, too. That's very, very kind. Do you see Mungo also featuring at all, or, or is it just me? Oh. No, I could say Mungo. He has to bowl a bit better. That's very, very good. Having watched the first three games, things are looking really, really good. Positive signs? Positive signs that I have seen. It was uh, the part of the batting. Oli has been sensible. Good. Uh, very unlike I like the, 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 the first game, the opening. Who opened the first game? Uh, ben Gray's and Oli Wilkin. Yeah, I thought that was, that was a very good mixture. Mm -hmm. Right, because Ben Groves stayed. He, did, he carried his back. Correct. Yes, and that was that's positive, and that's what we've been lacking, in my opinion. Correct. Uh, the the batting and Ealing for the last few yes. years has been a little bit tough. Well, it was very hard to sort of get a hundred, wasn't it, last Correct. season? Right. Whereas, uh, so this is a positive. So if we go down that route, 
that's very good as far as I'm concerned. Perf uh, perfect. Do you, do you, do you think the, the captain's doing a great job or should we, should we maybe look elsewhere? Well, I thought today was very good because... Uh, he didn't bowl. It was, yes, that's correct. It's probably the first time that... Um, it's the first time that we won a game without the captain bowling. <laughs> Which is a good sign, surely. Oh, I think it's very healthy. Good. I'm very... I, I want, I actually want us to play 50 overs all the time because, as opposed to the time games, because yeah. then you can only bowl 10 overs. I mean, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a harsh, but fair, but fair comment. Are you, are you excited about the year, Kunzi? You, you know. Well, I'm always excited. Like, I've been here for 100 years and I watch cricket, as you know. I turned up too early this morning, yet again, but I'm here. Last week, I sat out there in the freezing cold, mm. had to go home and get my rugby coat because I was so cold, but I refused to come in. Yep. I had to see it through, and I did. And I'll, please God, I'll continue to do that. And we, we're, we're very grateful for having people like you. And um, can I ask one more thing before I let you go, Kunzi? Obviously, you, you, you're a member of the white table, as we call you guys. Yeah, that's right. When, when sat there on a Saturday afternoon, what, what, what are the things you guys talk about? Because obviously being out there in the field, as I have been, which you obviously don't want me to be anymore, which is, which is ideal for me, actually. No, I don't happy. mind you there on the other. In fact, if I can just say, last week I'd have brought you in before Christian because you had a free hit. Oh, that's very, very good. And Christian, if you're listening and we haven't heard from you ever, actually, you know, you've heard it yeah. from the horse's mouth. Do you, what is talked about at the white table? Talk, talk me through an, a the day white, at the white table. The white table can be a mixture of anything. Today, we talked an awful lot about watching porn on, the, on your phone. We talked about uh, uh, the old boys uh, talk about the old, I'm not including myself in this, about music. And what I do object to, and I've tried to do it, but I have lost out. I said, football cannot be discussed on the white table during the cricket season. But yeah, no, it's, it's, there's a mixture. There's a group of people that sit on the white table. We're very honoured now that we've got the president sitting with us on the white table. On the whole, it's pretty, it's pretty good. And we have Marie, who's loves to come and sit at the white table, who keeps us in order if the odd word is used that shouldn't be used. Kernsey's Corner, which will be back every now and then to yeah. give a brutal but honest <laughs> summary of the feelings from Mr Kearns. Mr Kearns, thank you always and so much for your time. Thank you. Time to hear from AJ this week. How's AJ's week been, Lee? Really good. He's, um, he's actually at his... Uh, grandmother and grandfather's uh, places weekend. He's having a great time. Um, they look after, if, if I'm honest, they spoil him, which is, which is a tough thing for me, because obviously you go away as a, as a grandchild and then you, you get spoiled. You might have found this monk and then you, that, that becomes expected. And then he gets home and he goes, oh, well, you know, grandma and grandpa always say yes to everything. So I'm gonna have a word with them. But speaking of the word, AJ, what is your word of the week? My word of the week is scarf. Thanks, AJ. Time for Stats of the Week, and it is a change-up this week. Lee, I'm going to ask you to guess this stat. Uh, let me set you up for it, and it is an absolute belter. Harry Stowe's league batting average is a hint over three. 
How long would it take Harry Stowe, at his current rate, to score as many league runs as Luke Stoughton? Oh. Do you want me to remind you how many league runs Luke Stoughton has? Yes, please. That'll, that'll be nice. Somewhere, I know you love a stat. Somewhere between 5,500 and 6,000. Assuming Harry Stowe played every league game in every season, how long would it take him? I want to measure him in a time. Are you, are you able to give me a hint as in, is it, is it months or is it years? It's the latter. I'm going to put you under time pressure. That's fair enough. Six years. 90. 90 years. Playing 18 league games a season, it would take him 90 years. Yeah, he'll be an old man. But he might get there. He, loves, he does love cricket. He's got a lot of energy. He's a good batter. He's a good batter. He's a good batter. He's a good batter. As number 11s go, I'll be around for that one. Yeah, we'll see the end of that. We'll see Stowey reach. I, be reach I believe in you, Harry. I believe in you, Stowey. Why don't we hear from a very special guest this week? We have Tammy coming onto the podcast, new head of women's cricket. We had a chat this week, and this is what she had to say. Tammy, welcome to the Ealing Cricketer. Thank you kindly. You've been with Ealing now for getting on a couple, couple of months, is that right? One month. One month. To the day, almost. And how are you finding it here? Um, good. Uh, weather's horrible, but loving it. Uh, everyone's been so welcoming and stuff, so it's been great. In, in particular, if there's something you could pick out about the cricket club that you weren't expecting? Um, to be welcomed so much, to be honest. I know um, back in South Africa, uh, it's quite clicky and all that, so you come into a new club and everyone susses you out a bit, but everyone's been amazing, so loving it. Oh, that's really lovely. That's really lovely. And let's hear a little bit about your cricketing background for, for the listeners. Okay, uh, I played SA under 21s. I also played for Western Province, which okay, is a county. Okay, don't show off. You don't show off. For about 15 years and then hung up the boots, but bringing them back out tomorrow. First time you've played in a while then tomorrow? Oh, yeah, probably about seven years, six years. No way, I didn't yeah. know that. And were you, did you bat, did you bowl? Do you do, you do both? I was an all-rounder, uh, ended up having a shoulder couple of years ago. So it stopped you bowling rapid, I suppose? Yeah, I mean, the, the fire's gone. So, but uh, don't mind putting it over now and again. Uh, get the good one in now and again uh, after about four wides. But uh, stick to the batting now. <laughs> and um, so what, what brought you over to the UK? Um, a midlife crisis, really. That, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I'm 41 now, so I didn't buy a Harley, couldn't afford one, so I just bought a plane ticket. Instead? One way. Yeah, one way. Uh, just uh, new opportunities, just really, I love South Africa and all that, but it, it was just, there were opportunities here that I couldn't, couldn't let go of. So, on a plane and here I am. And let's talk a little bit about, about the women's side this year. How's the pre-season been? Uh, pretty good. We had a friendly last week and we won by 100 runs. That's a lot of runs. Yeah. Um, and... The girls are looking, we've got a very young squad, so there's so much potential uh, for the squad to go through for a good seven, eight years, to be honest, if we can just keep them all here, um, which is my job, so that's that. But otherwise, we've got a fantastic bunch of youngsters coming through, and it's really exciting. I, I was quite surprised when I got here, the quality, to be honest. Well, yeah, that does sound like, I imagine that's what must be most exciting for you as a coach, is, is that potential, is that you're going to have so much time to build yeah. this team in, in your image. And what does a Tammy team look like? I, I, I want people, my goals and 
any any girls that play with me or you know I coach, I want them to have fun. I mean, if you're not having fun, there's no point in playing. So if we're having fun and we and and we're winning at the same time, it's you can't go wrong, and that'll make me happy. I just I want to build a team and a culture within the girls that will be able to be um, carried on for many many years and and a, just a great environment. That's the main thing. That's yeah, that's so good to hear. It's so good to hear. We we are on the podcast going to be doing a weekly update with with how the women got on, um, and of course we are staunch fighters for. The women to get their own teas. That's something we've brought up on the podcast before. Something, something we're very passionate about. Yep. And we will keep fighting that corner. You don't have to. Middlesex have agreed not to do it anyway. <laughs> so, don't worry. It, it's actually by choice, though. They said it's not compulsory, but but thanks, monks. We, I mean, I'd like a good tea now and again. What would what would a, what's a great cricket tea for you? What are the must-haves in a cricket tea? Uh, yeah, a solid lasagna would be good, eh? Solid lasagna and a couple of brownies. Uh, we did lasagna today, actually. Yeah, I know. That's why I was like, that, that's a must. I didn't know it was an option. I didn't know you got dessert. So a couple like, of pieces of garlic bread, some oh. lettuce. They almost dressed it as well. Bonus. A little bit of salt. Got it. Uh, Tam, well, it's been wonderful to have you around the club this last month. And you're bringing so much energy to the place. And that energy is being put into a number of roles, I hear. Yeah. I, I coach a lot of the unders... Boys and girls, so um, I'm here a lot uh, and loving it. I mean, the club's got so much youth with, I mean, it's huge. I, I, can't, under, I, I can't still comprehend how big the juniors are and how huge the club is, to be honest, and, and the potential that can come through. So, yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's great, and I hope that I can be here for many, many years and leave it in a better place than it was. And why don't we quickly finish on, on women's cricket more broadly. It is such an exciting time for women's cricket. There's more money being put into women's cricket, more competitions like the 100 on terrestrial television, that sort of thing. That must be, as a women's coach, someone involved in the women's game, that must, you must be excited about the opportunities that's going to provide for people that you coach and, and for yourself as well, perhaps, in the future. Yeah, I know, absolutely. I mean, going from... I mean, when I played at SA, I had to buy my own blazer. Um, so... What, what, what's happening and how, how the, we always say those that fought the fort, um, um, not fight, fought the fight, it's a long-standing joke, but it, it, we, we, we excited that we endured it and now the youngsters are reaping the rewards. International cricket as well, I mean, you've got WBBL, The 100, all that stuff. So yes, it, it's exciting for women's cricket and, and I think it's going to be exciting for the next couple of years and we'll get up there and... and Hopefully, you know, I'll still be going at 80 and, you know, walking stick around the field or maybe one of those little carts, those electrified carts. I'm, I'm gunning for one of those um, and be involved as, as long as I can, I can, you know, it's a passion. Well, it's so good to hear. It's so good to hear. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. And as I say, to everyone that comes on the podcast, I'm sure we'll be hearing much more from you soon. Cheers, Bungs. Appreciate it. So good to hear from Tammy. And that is... The end of the episode. It's been, it's been a real treat this week, a slightly new format for us. I think before, before we end, given that we don't have anything from Christian, I think, why don't we quickly talk about our rebranding? Because we didn't speak about it much last week. It was no, mentioned. We no, we didn't. But we've changed the name of the podcast from the ECC podcast to The Ealing Cricketer. It's a gut feel. How are you feeling about it? It just it inspires me. I feel, um, I feel energetic. It's just, it's just, it's bright. 
I'm actually doing what AJ does. I'm, I'm scanning around the room looking for you know words that that excite me. It's, it's a rubbish bin. You know, it's a mirror. It mirrors everything that we're, we're all about. It's, it's a glass full of, of, of happiness, half empty. It makes, it makes me feel grassy. Yeah, I think you've really nicely summed up exactly why we made the change. Uh, oh, there, was, there was the issue, of course, that we did share the name, the ECC podcast, with the Efferata Community Church. We do apologise to them uh, for stealing the name of their podcast. We didn't, uh, we didn't steal it. It was, it, was, th it was three letters. It was inadvertent, wasn't it? It, it was, was inadvertent. In definitely. It was a deliberate coup by myself, and yep. I'm really sorry about that. I've let You're, you not down. You're not saying that. You're not saying But the Ealing Cricketer, we just felt, and we will, we will never explain ourselves to you or, <laughs> or <listeners>. anybody. <laughs> <laughs> We're not. Uh, we don't owe you a thing. But we will say that we just felt that the Ealing Cricketer did sum up what this podcast is about uh, to a wider audience a little bit better. Where are we? We're at Ealing. What do we do? Cricket. I rest my case. Lee, it's been a real pleasure. That's all from me. And that's always all from me. Ladies and gents, for those trying to beat Ealing Cricket Club, there is always next week. Good night. And good night. The Ealing Cricketer.